This is Urban Tiger Radio, a project supported by CybermouseMultimedia.com, sponsors of our free weekly podcasts. Search for Urban Tiger Radio in the iTunes Store or on Stitcher.com and hit the subscribe button to receive free automatic downloads. Please remember to share and rate our show before you leave. Now this is an unexpected find indeed. I think you remember me saying in the past that when I posted Martin Bragger and Bill Allerton head-to-head at the Harlequin, we only had side two after the beer break, and that's because the way it was presented to me on CD, it was presented as side one and side two on separate CDs, but it turned out that there was side two on both of the CDs, and no side one. Now, I was told then that side one was unrecoverable because of the amount of noise that there was, background noise, and by the fact that it was sat, the microphone was sat close to a an extractor or some such, and so the file was unrecoverable. Going through my CDs, looking for something else, I found this Harlequin September 9th, 2000 CD which is totally separate to the other CDs that were sent to me. I'm not quite sure how this one got here, but got here it did, thankfully, and it has side one and two. Now, side two has been posted, so those of you who have listened to that might wish to tune in again and listen to side one. It's no longer unrecoverable due to the advances in modern recording techniques and mixing techniques since September 2000 and the modern programs seem to be able to filter out the noise reasonably well. There's just a slight tubular effect uh, and I hope you'll bear with us because there's some really good material on here, mostly Martins I admit, and more than anything else this evening in particular was one huge belly laugh. So sit back and enjoy Martin and me at the Harlequin, September 2000. And I'm posting this one in memory of Big Jim, who used to sing a cappella down at the Harlequin and who died last week and whose funeral I shall be attending this week on the 25th of June. Very sad occasion. Big Jim was a huge, larger-than-life character with a huge, larger-than-life voice. So, here we go, Bill and Martin, side one of Head to Head at the Harlequin. Uh, right, anyway, welcome uh, to the Harlequin. Um, this is me and this is him. And, uh, and this is him and this is me. Right, what we're going to do tonight, just a, just a very short little uh, interlude, just explaining to you what we want to do. What we're going to do, we, we decided, we looked at each other's work, amongst other things, and <laughs> but don't tell everybody. We decided that that we, we work on a similar theme, don't we? Yes. You know, we, we sort of look for the emotional content in whatever you know, whatever subject we want to address and then it with a sledge on it. So we decided to try and put something together between us. So uh, what we're gonna do, we've got a mix of poetry, song, poetry, song on the first spot. Second spot I'm gonna do a, a short story that was produced for radio and I hope I can do it as well as they did. Uh, so we've got a little bit of sort of miniature theatre. Now Martin's going to do a spot on his own. Um, that will then constitute the middle spot. Uh, the third spot we've got 
um, we, we both got sort of war themed songs and poetry so we decided to do that together and at the end we've got one that we've woven the song and the poem into it as we've gone along and uh, we tried that out this afternoon so it, as you'll know it's well rehearsed Every, every, every minute of the five was well spent, I'll tell you. Uh, and we, we hope it's going to work. Now, during tonight, we're going to have a raffle. And, uh, and on the raffle, there were Martin's CD, the Harlequin CD, which is a compilation of the last song contest called Homebrew 2000. Excellent. And if you don't win it, go downstairs and buy one that are fiver. Martin Bragger's CD. Now... I bought one of these, and I, I, we travelled all over Ireland, and the, the damn thing was never off in the car. You, you can't turn it off once you put it on. It's, You've it's got a, a switch for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but every time I went for it... I can't, but I can't put an on-off switch on it. No, I'm still listening to that. Did you put it Well, I was in Ireland, perhaps some of it would have done, but I'm not... It's just not that technical. But anyway, Martin's... (laughs) We've been heckled again already. (laughs) I didn't expect it in Grey Trek, so... (laughs) Anyway, the first point tonight's got Beowulf and the Grindel. (laughs) 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 band as well, isn't it? Right, okay. Where's that come from? Where's that come from? Where's that come from? I feels, where's that come from? I feels. So why is that all called posh like that? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. He's been listening to him. He's not trying to impersonate Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want in taxis? <laughs> anyway, one of the things we would appreciate is that these spots aren't very long. They may be sort of 20 minutes. And, and if you can just hold your batter for 20 minutes, I'd appreciate it. Uh, and if you... You know, it, when we have a break, we're going to be sort of a 20-minute break, and if you can get down, get your drink, and get back as quickly as you can. Because it's it's not just about doing songs. It's, it's, we're hoping to do a little bit of mini-theatre, as we've said, and uh, we're just like a bit of bush. I didn't realise how much light there'd be on the audience, Martin. Just put the hand on your it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, for what this is worth, we're... Uh, about to uh, to give it a go. Oh, by the way, Linda, what's happening with the raffle tickets? Can you get well, yeah, raffle tickets um, on the first break? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Raffle tickets are available. And there's all this, like, and people asking questions and all that. No, it's, it's not kill, right? You. We've, we've got to entertain. <laughs> I thought they were entertaining me. That was, that was all right. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes ago, I had 20 minutes before I could have a pee. Come on. <laughs> Right, the first spot we're going to do is, is as a, a sort of a Yorkshire or Sheffield theme. And I uh, hope you find it uplifting, and if you do, I'm reading the wrong poetry. So, uh, we're going to do a poem, followed by a song from Martin. I said, Annie, do you remember? That day you came home from shops and found broken glass all over the sink and the window wide open and the fridge on its side. And our cat had got in and it all your best chops. I said, do you remember? I know that you must. When you stood in that yard and you shook bit to bus because you daren't step inside in case they were still there. Then you screwed up your anger and rattled the door with a stick in your hand and shouted, this is my home and I'm coming in. I've seen off Hitler, me, I don't scare. Well, I know you remember. We sat down and cried. When I'd rush round to join you and we first stepped inside, then we heard the front door slam and you held on so tight just in case they'd come back. But we had the gate gone. And they were off down the street with a bag of your memories clutched under each arm and you cried out for Fred. He died some years back. 
do you remember? How strong he was. They'd never a dared, you said, as we got to the foot of the stairs. Then we found gas meter, with lock hanging off. And what not in corner which Nottingham lace were all shattered and smashed. I know it, but it is, before you were wed. Don't get excited, you'll just start to cough. Do you remember the smell? And a mess on the floor where they'd done all the business just inside the door. And they'd slashed all the pictures that hung in the hall, then pasted the curtains and smashed all your past. They'd trampled your photos into the floor and peed on the one a smiling old Fred, then written contempt all over the wall. Do you remember the words, Fanny? They'd forgotten to mention how capitalist bastards live on a state pension. Well, it just goes to show what they teach them at school if they bother to go. And we went up the stairs, me clutching a poker. And the bathroom's all right, except for the water where they let it all go. Do you remember the mess? It seemed we were swimming, and not just too scared and angry old women. Well, when we went in your bedroom, I nearly died. All the drawers were pulled out and tipped on the floor, and the mirrors were cracked and the bedding just thrown and the mattress ripped up, and, but there was nothing inside. Do you remember the paint that they'd sprayed on your knickers, along with some other stains, yellower, thicker, and you hoped that they'd caught something off of that cloth and prayed it was terminal, not just some disease, but full of injustice like you felt inside. Then you sat on the floor with tears in your eyes and held up torn wedding silk, frail as a moth. Do you remember? You felt naked. Your whole life defied you wished you'd been stillborn or died as a child, and we sat there both rocking to the beat of our hearts and prayed to wake up from a dream such as this, but we knew in our souls it would not go away. And this was only the start. Do you remember the way that we sat there and sifted through all of our memories in the hope we'd be lifted from out of that wreckage back to when we were strong and our hair as brown as the paper on our legs and the clogs saved our feet from hot shards on the ground and our faces as black as the summers were long. Do you remember now, when we sang all those songs as we clomped through the shoppers in their lunchtime throngs on our way from the pub to stand back at that wheel with our hair in a turban and a mask made from rag and our gloves with no fingers. Hey, look, I still got the calluses. But when I look back, it no longer seems real. Do you remember the policeman ate your buns with a hunger? He'd have got more than tea if I'd been forty years younger, but the girl was quite nice with her hair in dark curls. She'd long, slim, brown fingers with stockings to match, but no marks on her legs from wearing the string, and tried hard not to talk to us like we were ten-year-old girls. Do you remember the man from the brew when he called, and asked what were missing, and you sat there and bawled and me penny was soaked and you'd sobbed your heart out? And we sat there and shook, from the fear of finding out that the best of your life was now just in your head and the little reminders in the hands of some lout. Do you remember the vicar when you first had your stroke? Fair smelled of unction each time that he spoke. But he brought round the lads from the community scheme and they put back the furniture and painted the walls but they can't paper over the cracks in your heart while you're sat here smiling and lost in a dream. Do you remember it, Annie? That day, was it warm or quite hot? She'd be asleep in a minute, likely as not. Yes, her eyes are wide open, but if you look close inside, you'll see she's been stopped, like a clock with no spring, and the wind has been lost in the dust of her age, because on the day of the breaking, the best part of her died. 
Don't worry the sun to death last We've seen more strife than this And the bells can wait till a later date That the eyes don't see Then the heart won't miss And just as long as this food on our plates lasts As long as this coils for the fire We'll soldier on until the worst has gone And then we know in our hearts Our dear God loves a trial Oh, and I love thee, lass Even more these days Come and treat your man To a northern kiss And don't worry thee, send To death, lass We've seen more strive than this For me Yorkshire pride Is a bulletproof vest That I wear outside on me chest And when me head I'll die I shall never say die Till they lay me down To And don't worry the center death, lass We'll work it out somehow And we'll find a way to the top someday And remember here at the bottom now Just as long as there's some for the kids, lass as long as this choice for the fate They'll walk this land With a torch in hand Until the sun shines down On this Sheffield street Oh, and I love thee, lass Even more these days Come and treat your man to a northern kiss And don't worry the center death Lass, we've seen more strive than this For me Yorkshire pride is a bulletproof vest That I wear outside on me chest And with me head held high I shall never say die Till they lay me down To rest Listen here Listen here I see that old stone with south side all flattened with moss, where it clouts into grain like a green velvet satin, and it's carved like a wreath hung over a cross. Well, there's words there in the middle, but I'm not much on Latin. 
In memoriam didn't mean much when I were a lad, except I know it's about things sometimes best kept in the past when you see the world young, and you know it'll last you forever, like the biggest gobstopper you've ever had. Well, a stone like that's a cry, not a grievance, and to thank them up there for the time and the trouble in letting us see that down here amongst us there's folk like Jack Evans. When they've done all the learning, and the books are well read, there's still something to learn that's on none of the pages, and I can't cram it in, it has to come to you. Because it soaks through your skin in a number of stages, till one day you see in the eyes of a stranger with his hand out to help you. Oh, Jack, he's not dead. And when they've done that, that's cracked it. Because I can see him then each time I looks in that river of people that flows through the life like a rage in a waters. They'll find him stood there at the heart of a ripple where a hand's just enough if it's foot where it matters. They had opened me once. His hand held me arm. I can still feel his fingers strong, firm and warm just here by me elbow. His fingers grab me a bit coat and his brakes round me squealing and a cry dead and dying in me old mother's throat and me ears shook and deaf to the blinding a noise and me head in the sky flying a balsa wood plane when me feet left that floor and that bus went on by and passengers staring and wondering about boys that step off the pavement with a box of new toys then these eyes looked in mine and said as how they were glad and me mam should now take me off home to me dad and his face it was craggy and his voice like a drain he were not quite a stranger more like one of them people you think you've forgot but their face skulks around in the back of your brain and you think that you've seen them but you can't find their place. And just when you think that you no longer care, you remember you've seen all your life, that face, everywhere. Come here, let me look at the hand. That's right, lad. grab hold and don't let you let go. That's how to treat life, it's got to show thee some respect. But keep the eye on it. Cause it can creep up behind thee, and that can dear any leg. But there's others of help, like old Jack and his brothers, and cousins and sisters, and uncles and mothers. They've all got this look that they can't really see. It comes in through this skin, and no matter how long thou stands there and stares, thou ain't see it. But there's this shiver runs through you when you're stood right beside somebody as cares. Just look how small the hand is in mine, and I look in the eyes, and it gives me a shiver. And I can hold me as tight as I likes, but soon I'll get washed away in that river, and I'll stand on the bank with a tear in the eye and a mouth full of bitters, and the hand feeling empty, and no one left to thank for these warm summer days down at cemetery and grass in the park. And just for a moment, it'll all seem too dark, but then sun'll come out all nervous and pink, and I'll stretch out the hand, and some stranger'll take it and come back from the brink. It's strange, I know. How these pink little fingers have a way of reaching right into an old bugger's heart and tugging and pulling at things I thought I'd forgot and lifting out faces and me dad's kind of teaching. But I'm safe now and it's the man must watch out because they'll reach in there one day and tear her apart and she'll cry and she'll shout and she'll pray to the heavens that that not Jack the lad but more like Jack Evans. So come on now lad, let's put thee back in the pram then we'll see if we can spot Jack on way back home. To the man.
They're gonna be late now. The siren's gone. After listening to the missus and a final warning. If they comes on drunk like they did last night, I'll swear on Barry's life. I've got to start this again. I'm sorry. <laughs>
Nada entei, nada entei, nada entei da boca Come sit by me for a bucket full of tea and a shovel full of three a sugar Oh and I can see thou like me, a truly Yorkshire brother So come and sit by me for a bucket full of tea I said now nah, then thee, I said now nah, then thee, I said now nah, then thee, that bugger <laughs> Thank you very much We're going to have a short beer break now Short beer break So go down and fill yourselves up And come back soon We're not ready yet. We are. We're gagging for this. We've done something wrong here, Martin. You've all come back. We thought we'd fish you off first, Bob. Come on, George. George is coming. He must take another George. And George hates poets. No, George goes in and lies down. No. Both of them. Listen, Bill, don't you worry about Easter. You should hear what he's doing when he's performing. Does he have a good Right, before we go, just to give you all a chance to settle down, just an announcement of a couple of forthcoming events here. I just want you to know, because there are a lot of new faces here uh, to see new faces down here. We've had a put home buggers like that Geordie sod there. It's all right, you know, you want to hear what it gives me. Uh, so I'd just like to point out there are a couple of events coming up. On uh, Saturday the 16th of September, there's an all-day harvest festival, live aid, food raising, knees up. If you've ever been to an all-day event down here, you'll know that I'm not exaggerating when I say it. It's absolutely fantastic. You can come down in the afternoon, go home, Get chains again, come back at, in the evening, or you can stay down all day and get totally blabbered. Hammered. <laughs> uh, Martin's on, by the way. In fact, he's top of the bill. And Gary Spencer. Gary is, is really good. Gary's really funny, too. Um, there's Mike Wilde, John Keane, Mick Shaw, Buffalo Brothers. Buffalo Brothers actually won the songwriting competition two years ago. I think it was. Or three. Uh, and right down at the bottom here in small print, it says John Robinson. If you don't know who that is. <laughs> It's this Geordie bugger here. I have not a Geordie. Just been thrown out of Langdale I'm Festival to come down here tonight. You see the landlady get locked up in an <laughs> Free Linda. Free the Harlequin. Free the Johnson Street one. Listen, there's one of us in here getting Free Linda anyway. I'm not saying who it is. Right, Friday the 29th. Don't be bored then. Say the where the proceeds are going, though. Right, Martin's going to tell us where the proceeds are going. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> no, anything that we do down here, generally the proceeds go back into the club, like the Harlequin. It's a lovely little place. Uh, we've got some lovely people here tonight, and they are nice and little comfortable things, you know. We can't get many people in here. Morning, John. We can't get that many people in here, but it, it does make it nice and cosy. So all the money that we, we try and raise uh, generally goes uh, to, to booking bits of artists and, and, and keeping this thing going. Uh, on this uh, Harvest Festival, 
we are asking people that if they want to come down, it's all free anyway, but come down. Even if you go to Netto's and buy some of them Netto's beans at nine pence a tin, dinted tins and that. Come down with some of them, because tramps like them and all, they like them. They soon have them in tins. Uh, and what we're doing, we're collecting uh, loads of non-perishable uh, foods uh, for the uh, cathedral soup kitchen. Uh, and we've already arranged for them to uh, to accept this from us. Uh, so that'll be another nice thing that we're doing, you know, for the homeless people. Uh, at the last count, there are ten people sleeping in shop doorways in Sheffield. That's why you can't get in the shops. I can't, I can't believe that, mate. I can't believe that. So officially, there's only ten homeless people in Sheffield. That's a load of... Uh, mm. yes, load, load of tins of beans, isn't it? <laughs> right. Also, on the 29th of September, which is a Friday night, and by the way, you'll find these posters dotted about around the pub, so if you want to really study them, then you're quite welcome. Um, there's the CD launch concert. Now, this is a CD of the Harley Quinn Song Contest. Uh, absolutely cracking CD. One copy is in the uh, raffle tonight, and this is the official launch of it on the Friday, the 29th of September. And there's this bloke called Martin Bragger on again. <laughs> but thankfully... There's no John Robinson. <laughs> off at the Harley Quinn all the time, right? They're even down to chess clubs, drama groups come up here. Uh, there is there are poetry groups. Martin runs a, a songwriting group. <clears throat> there's a Friday night session. There's a Saturday night session. Uh, Sunday afternoon session. There's something going on in this place all the time. Les Barker. Les Barker. Yeah. Uh, on the yeah. Yeah, yeah. The special uh, appearance off at Coronation Street, Les Barker. Oh. Is it Les Barker or Coronation Street? No, I don't, I don't know. Who's ever got rating? <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, that's that's enough of what's coming up next, I think. But all I'm saying to you is, if you've enjoyed it tonight, come back, because it's nearly as good as this every other night. Very <laughs> <laughs> rapidly downhill. Very rapidly downhill. Get on with it. Shut up. Right, OK, what we're going to do now is I'm going to do... A short story, which is a, a monologue. I'd just like to say that this is actually about someone who was a very, very dear old friend of mine. And uh, so, and then Martin's going to do us some music after that. So, right. Sorry, didn't hear you at the door. Been there long. Oh, right. I was upstairs. Can't hear a thing with the Uber off. Haven't seen you for a while. You're all right. Well, it's a bit quiet these days, but I'm all right. Yes, yes. Let me take your coat. You sure? It's no trouble. All right. Tell you what, I'll put the fire on then. That's better. It'll warm up in a minute. Cup of coffee? Good. Oh, Will. Yeah. I know, it's sad, but if you've got to go, that's the way to do it. Is it really? That long? Yeah. Boy, you knew it almost. Do you know? I remember when summers used to last forever. He was sat in his chair last time, I said. Oh, sorry. Will you sit down? Let me get that kettle on. It won't be a minute. Put your feet up on half. It's warmer. There's some chocolate on mantel. Help yourself. 
Oh, go on. Nobody's looking. I've a cake here that Mary left too. Seems a shame. Too much just for one. I know you'll help me. Oh, stop it. It won't hurt for once. He was sat there, large as life. I can see him now. Did look well, but then he always did. Here, let me put that paper under it. It'll be all right then. Won't mark the table. You know, Hattie really looked after him. Yeah, she worshipped him. He could be a right bugger now. Did you like the chocolate? Have some more with your coffee. Will Fallis did that. Always had a bar of chocolate on the mantel. Said he saved it there for when I dropped in. Said he knew I liked a piece of chocolate. Never quite the same since Hattie went. Two years? Four. It's like I said. Before you know it, almost. I remember the sun was shining. Now, last time I saw him. I used to call regular, Saturday mornings mostly. Sometimes during the week if I needed somewhere to run to for half an hour, he'd always put the kettle on and there was always a piece of chocolate on the end of the mantel. Didn't have to ask after a while. He'd just smile and say, Get on with it. Help yourself. Nobody's looking. Bit more cake. You've soon polished that off. Hang on. There's plenty in tin. I always wash it out before she calls for it. Keeps bringing it back with another in. Do they still make these biscuits? Probably call them some hotels now, some at Trendy. I remember it was sunny, because it shone in through the window and in through the holes in his cardi and he had that pale green shirt on and he hadn't had a shave for days. He still had some colour in his hair, you know, even at that age. I remember it was sticking up at back like alfalfa. Would you like some more milk in that? No? All right. Not the same now, is it? Bottle stuff tastes like plastic and the cartons taste of wax. Here, let me take that plate. Bit more cake. You can manage a little bit. Oh, go on. Nobody's looking. Here I go again. That was one of Will's. He had one or two like that. When someone wouldn't pay, he'd say they needed a stiff letter from Pernuffity. Or he'd say, how many F's in bugger? <laughs> or if he couldn't get to the bottom of someone, he'd say he wanted mesmerising by public anarchist. He were a lad. I've got some beef in the fridge. Too much for me. I'm going to make a sandwich in a minute. There's some pickles on cellar. You can't buy just enough beef for one these days. And it shrivels up to note when you cook it. Don't know what they do to it. And by the time I've had half of it, I'm fed up and my teeth are tired. Do me a favour, really. You will? Oh, good. I'll get the plates out. You know, his trousers were all shiny on top of his legs. I remember that. And he was always so clean when Natty was here. He didn't smell, though. Say what you like, he were clean that way. And I remember one clip were undone on his braces and I was sat there listening to him talking. He could talk, you know. Lovely man. I learnt a lot just by listening to him. Things I could never buy, like attitudes and how to tell what a person was thinking just by reading the little signs like how they sat and even how they ate the chocolate. He took it all with him, except for what he taught me and I'll never forget that. Johnson Branston? Mustard? I think there's a pickled onion left from Christmas. No? Well... They keep, don't they? <laughs> well, I was sat with my feet up on Arthur and I caught sight of some at move on the chairs where they'd been pushed under the table. Wilf, I said, there's some at under the table. By God, it's a cat. A cat's got in, Wilf. He just smiled and reached under the table and lifted out this beautiful grey, black and white cat and sat it on his lap. The cat curled up right away and closed its eyes. He sort of wanted to do that around Wilf. He always felt safe somehow. Here, tea's mashed. Let me rinse that out. Two sugars? Oh, slimming, are they? <laughs> well, 
Nobody's looking in. Anyway, this cat sat there purring, and I could see its fur trembling away like a kettle on oven. I said, Who's as the cat, Wilf? It's a cummer, he says. A what? I said, a cummer, he says. Comes and goes when it pleases. It always knows where to come when it's hungry, though. Stands there, meowing at door to be let in. Turns its nose up at everything at first, and when it thinks nobody's looking, it takes everything in sight. It's a wonder it leaves plate. <laughs> Whose is it then? I said. Don't know, he said. I think the neighbour feeds it as well. Wherever it comes from, it's well looked after. Just look at its fur. You can see somebody loves it. It's a nice cat. How long's it been around? I said. Oh, he says, a month or two. It doesn't seem to want to go home much. It's always here or out in pipe. Well, I leaned across to stroke it. And on that fur, there's this collar. Hey, Wilf, I said. It's got a collar on, look. Oh, aye, he says. I turn the collar around and out from under all the fur comes this disc. Another slice. Good. Bread usually ends up stale before I get round to eating it all. Some more tea. Kettle's still warm. Won't take a minute. Sorry? Oh, the disc. It said, Harry. I said, is that it then, Will? Cat's name's Harry. He just sat there stroking it. Suppose so, he said. If that's what it says. Don't really know. Don't matter. It comes and goes when it pleases. Except when it's hungry. What's in a name, eh, Bush? Well, I turned the disc over and it said, Wilf Sergeant, 39, Peregrine Road. I said, it's yours, Wilf. Somebody must have bought it for you to keep you company. I'm glad. It looks a nice cat. Don't really know, he said. It just turned up one day and I fed it and it just keeps coming back, I tell you. It's a comer. Here, let me put those in the sink. You've got to go? Well, take the chocolate with you. Eat it when nobody's looking. Oh, it's all gone. <laughs> Never mind. You know, I think I knew then that he went far away. You get this feeling about people, don't you? It's in the way they hold their head and in the things they say. It sort of signals where they are down that road and how far they've got to go before they reach the end. And then, would you believe it, a few days later, and he's gone. Oh, sorry. Of course, you didn't take your coat off. You weren't stopping. Looks a nice coat. Hope it keeps the rain off. You'll come again? Yes, any time. Doesn't matter. I'm always here. Yeah, sorry. I'll listen out for you next time. Yes, I promise. And you. Bye. Meow. You can come out now, Aaron. Nobody's looking. And it's no good hiding under the table because I know where you are. There might be a bit of beef left. No? Well, they've had no chocolate. No, don't look like that. I'm only kidding. There's some more on the cellar. We'll put a bit more out on the mantel. Seems a bit quiet now. But they'll be back, won't they? Yes. We know a comer when we see one, don't we, Harry?
right reason for this waste Why does this smell the sweet success Leave such a bitter taste What is this
I hope you enjoyed your free podcast from Urban Tiger Radio. And if you've hit that subscribe button, you'll be hearing from us again in a week's time. So it's a goodbye from me and a... From Nelly. Bye-bye.